Come gather round people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are changing Welcome back to On The Screen's podcast. This is Jose. This is Carlo. And we're back with another episode of uh, our new format here uh, for On The Screen's. Talking about TV, film, not radio, not... Anything, anything else. else. That's pretty much it. Maybe video games. Maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll mention a billboard if it's digital. Hell yeah. Uh, that's a screen. But <clears throat> how are you? I'm all right. How about you? That's fucking the most succinct and sad description of how you yeah, are. Yeah, I've been okay. I'm watching this Laker game. It's distracting me, but it's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the 2019 champions. Hell yeah, baby. 10-2. 10-2. and, two. Nine and, <clears throat> ten and two. Yeah. Yeah, sports talk. I'm sure all six of you listeners love it. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's basketball's fun. Watch basketball if you don't watch basketball. It's a great sport, full of great athletes and good fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so anything uh, anything you want to add before we get started here? No. No. Let's okay. get started, yeah. Let's I'm get down. started. We have all a right. lot to talk about. We have, we we have, have a lot to talk to, about, We, we have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about, a lot to talk to, a lot to talk into, a lot to talk out just, to? Just, just talking. Okay. All right. So, usually, where do we start off? We just start off with stuff in the news, like anything, any sort of news stories. Do you well, have any in yeah, mind? Yeah, obviously, the biggest about? thing is Disney Plus dropped. Yeah. And, and boy, was it a drop. It was a shit show, from well, what I heard. Well, I was able to log in around 11 p.m. the night before, and it worked, so... Everyone, I signed up at else. 5 a.m. Wow. Because I had to get up early for work for... I had to be at work, and I just got up. I'm like, I'm going to do it before I get dressed and go to work. So I yeah. just set it up really quick, and it was no trouble. But I then, you know, I see on Twitter, what the hell, Disney Plus, this, this, and that, you know. So yeah. I, That's why I had to watch Mandalorian the night before, before it went live for everyone, because I knew it was going to be a shit show. So yeah. I watched it in bed all cozy and warm. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that that's for me, that's the biggest news of the last week. I mean, Disney stock blew up. I heard they got 10 million subscribers in the first uh, uh, at the first day, day or something, which is insane. People are complaining about like lag and, and you know slowness and just not working. But I mean, dude, you just put 10 million people, like that's probably as much as people vote in like a state election. Yeah. So yeah, in one definitely. Day. So that, I'm not surprised, but also you know, it's it's kind of crazy that that many people did it on day one. Yeah. So that that to me was the biggest news because after that I haven't heard much of else happening, news wise. Do you got anything? Well, as branching off of the whole Disney Plus thing, um, I honestly think now it's funny because I just think now they're fighting for our wallets through oh, our childhood. So yeah, so because hard. right after Disney Plus occurred, Netflix has that deal with Nickelodeon now. Uh-huh. So they can put all the old Nickelodeon shows yeah. back in the day and then they're going to make new ones based off the old shit. Oh really? Like probably new Rocco's Modern Life, new anything and everything that's old Nickelodeon and then HBO Max comes out next year and they're going to have everything Cartoon Network. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then of course Disney They're hoarding with, all the Rick yeah, and Morty's. Disney, yeah, Disney with our Simpsons and our DCOMs and our Disney Channel shows yeah. that we liked. It's insane. 
It's gonna. It's wow. it's it's like they're out. They're it's literally fighting account. for our wallets through our childhood nostalgia. It somehow got and more fragmented, and now yeah, it's now it's, it's nuts. It's nuts, and like, shit. I don't know. I'm, yeah, that, I'm, that is a big. I'm all in for it. I I mean, I'll shell out the money for those services, but it's just insane. Like, the other day I was watching Gargoyles. I'm like, I just it felt weird watching Gargoyles now. As opposed to when I first watched it, yeah, it was just like this. It was just, it was a trippy moment, but it wasn't like I was like, damn, this is cool. This is just watching gargoyles yeah, as a grown up. You, when did you think you'd be watching gargoyles on yeah, demand? On honestly, no. I, I was doing X Men last night, and I was like, holy crap, X Men one. It looks terrible because it's so old, right? But, but two, it's like I can just watch this whenever I want now. It's I know I'm gonna so start cool. cracking up because the minute I watch X Men. Bobby always used to do this impression of Professor X when Bobby would just grab his hand and go, ah, Cerebral. And he would do this all the time. And I know the first time I watch yeah. it, I'm going to start laughing my ass off. You know what I was that. thinking? And also, now when something funny happens, it's it's instantly gift up and it's a, a meme somewhere or becomes like a reaction gift. Now all these moments from previous series are up for grabs for like new funny gifts. Yeah, and it's gonna be just a fucking waterfall of gifts from X Men, Darkwing Duck, all these shows yeah. that you couldn't find before to, yeah. to you know rip into video. So now they, here they are, just it's years, be decades insane. worth of content for everyone to just like find the funny moments in. It's gonna be insane. I don't know. HBO was taking over Cartoon Network. That's, yeah, that's, they have Cartoon Network. They might not seem like a lot, but they have a lot of huge shows. They have a lot of stuff. Just, and you know what? They're hitting. They're hitting really hard with the classic films because they have TCM. Okay. They have a bunch of just classic movies oh, coming TCM out. TCM is going to be tied into HBO yeah. Max. Wow. Yeah, and so they have that. They have the HBO shows, which are always just on yeah. point again, and then they'll have original content. And their big one now that's in the works is a Friends reunion. Okay. Thing. So they're. They know what they're doing there. They're going to hit yeah. the hammer hard coming May 2020. I, listen, I don't know what the hell Peacock's going to do. But I, I saw the Gilmore what Girls do. reunion shows. Those were not good. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah, we're going to have to see. That's Yeah, NBC's got like Peacock. We have Parks and Rec, The Office, Rock. and a Say by the Bell reboot. And cool. that's pretty much it. Good luck. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's you know, Mark Paul Gossler's still working, so good for him. He finds a way. You know? yeah. He hasn't well, become a host of anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shot at A.C. Slater. You know what I realized? For a guy being called A.C. Slater, there's not enough air conditioning jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or aquatic center or something. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Also, the issue of money. It's going to get more expensive to watch all your favorite things on demand. Now. Yeah. So I think... I don't know if anything is going to fold in the future, but I, I can see, yeah, huh. or just things are going to merge together. Like, I can see maybe yeah. CBS and Hulu which now becomes, merging with, like... Yeah, but, see, but Hulu's Disney. Yeah, or CBS... CBS, NBC, or like, I don't know. Yeah, CBS and Amazon Prime, yeah. or, like, CBS and Peacock. Yeah. So, it's CBS and NBC. Like, something, I think something's going to happen where they're going to merge. And we're back to cable Two are going to work. Yeah, and it's just... Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be too much for one of them, and they're going to have to, like, find help anywhere. Through all this, I feel like the one that's gotten like lost in the shuffle is Amazon uh, Prime Video. Like, is that good? Because I mean, honestly, I, I Amazon's the only one I've never really watched. The only show anything. that I ever watched at Amazon Prime Video was Man in the High Castle, and I didn't complete it. They have the Mar uh, the marvelous uh, Miss Maisel. Miss Maisel, that, and that, that's an award winner. But beyond that, I don't know what they have, nor what they're planning to put out. So yeah, it, I think they're. They're the ones who probably have to like figure out a way to stand out again because they don't have anything, in my Jeez. opinion. Um, 
yeah. Quant Bezos, they, get on that shit. They put shit. a ton of money into content, but all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't know what to go there for. Yeah. How much is that a month, though? It comes It comes with your Amazon Prime subscription. Okay. So it, it is incentivizes getting Amazon Prime. You want two-day shipping and you watch? Well, you want to watch an old intent, like, 1985 movie? Amazon The Prime. only incentive getting Amazon Prime is you get a little discount at Whole Foods. You do? Yeah. If oh. you have an Amazon Prime account, you get discount. I didn't know that. I haven't been Whole Foods in a while, but yeah. I didn't know that. Do you just tell them or what do they do? Yeah. I was like, do you have an Amazon Prime account? And then you just tell them or like, they give, give them. you your food two days later? <laughs> no, I guess so. In two days? It's more organic, I guess, if you give you <laughs> Amazon Prime. But yeah, I've seen people in front of me, oh, yeah, you have Amazon Prime. And then, of course, my ass doesn't have it. So I go, no. You just like say yes simp. and say whatever the well, same they, thing they Well, they say. hand them like something. I guess oh. not if there's the Amazon Prime Whole Foods card or yeah. whatever the hell it is. Or they have like an account number that they just type in. But yeah, you get discount on Whole Foods for Amazon Prime. Wow. Welcome to On the Supermarket. I just want my grilled chicken with arugula as a, at a discount price. And Whole Foods has some of the best pizza. I'll die on that hill. Yeah? Some of the best pizza. I haven't tried their pizza yet. No. You should try it. I've it's tried really every, literally everything. Their barbecue is amazing. Their okay. salads are good. Okay. Their sushi is on point. Okay. And their sandwiches are okay. amazing. I haven't tried the pizza, but I will. Try now. the pizza. Try the pizza. And we'll try it once Whole Foods send us some gift cards. Sweet, sweet Whole Foods. Um, all right. So anything else on the news? Um, one thing about Disney Plus, and I read an article, Kevin Feige said that in the future, moving forward, is that you're going to need Disney Plus to understand future MCU films kind of tying them in That's and that low-key kind of sucks that yeah. because if you're putting that on people you basically i don't say you're forcing them to get disney plus but you're putting them in a weird really unfortunate spot you're gonna lose a lot of the casual viewers who only watch the movies yeah because there's people who only want to see the avengers movies and yeah. you're gonna lose them you're gonna lose people who who want to go for the big event movies they don't want to go see thor you know Dark, what's it called? The Dark World. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's risky, especially because if that means that the films are gonna just inform you less because you gotta watch Wandavision, um, that's a risky move. And like the hardcore fans are gonna yeah. watch it, but that's gonna diminish over time. Uh, like even with the Netflix output, I never really saw um, Iron Fist. Oh, because yeah. I, I, it was just I, just I, mean, I dabbled with it, but it's nothing worth mentioned about and they they kind of teased it around here and there at, during the mcu netflix shows this is about the events in new york yeah and then i think like jessica jones one time mentioned about the big green guy you yeah. know now she, the only they difference bring, they is that they're, they're actually using actors from the mcu in some of their in their shows yeah and you know that they'll probably end up in another movie as well so that's yeah. that's the difference there between netflix and disney plus that's it's literally still the same universe. Yeah. Right? They're using the same actors. So that helps. So you know, you feel like the quality should be there because yeah. I don't think Anthony Mackie and um, Sebastian Stan are going to do shitty TV. Yeah. You know? So that's... But like, man. So I hope... I hope. In terms of the, Marvel, the MCU Netflix shows, still Jessica Jones, first season, and Daredevil, the first two seasons, and Punisher, that was some good stuff. That was, that was really stuff. good it was, stuff. It was, it was just... I'm hoping, so I kind of miss it. Yeah, I'm hoping somehow those find their way onto Disney Plus eventually. You yeah, because I'll honestly say that John Bernthal as a Punisher is up there with any other casting I, decision yeah. that they've made. I'm just surprised he never even got like a Netflix movie. Yeah. Just give him a two-hour Netflix yeah. movie. Don't even do it. It's so screen. good. But I know it's, it's just a wait and see. So when I heard that, I was kind of like, oh, man, is this the first thing you're going to do being supreme overlord of you know all the Marvel stuff yeah, now? It's it, like that's kind of shitty. Yeah. You know, but well, it's just a wait and see. 
Yeah, that is a little bit of a scary thought there. You know, we gave him all the power. Now he's gone mad with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, that's and then one last thing, the Spider-Verse sequel has been announced for 2022. 2022's Into the Spider-Verse 2 again. And 2 again, probably. And 2 again, Into it again. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, I saw it coming. Everyone saw it coming. Yeah. Why would you not make a sequel? Uh, whether it takes off where the last one ended, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm open to wherever it goes. But yeah. That was a fun it's, movie. It's, Gonna be, it's. I mean, it's gonna be a challenge to make it even as good as Spider Verse. Yeah. So I don't know. Do they bring back the same cast? Do they bring back new Spider? Do they bring new Spider Men in? Who are the villains? I don't know. Because it was a great film, so I'm excited. But it's still two years away, so yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be more excited in a year and a half than than now when we see a trailer or something. Yeah. But that's exciting. I'm I'm, I'm very 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 happy that happened. Same and here. It, it, that I mean that could be Sony's. Look at us. We're still doing it right. Give us back Spider-Man moment yeah. as well. So it's all. It's just a weird. It's gonna be a weird time because at that point we would have had at least one more appearance of Spider-Man in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And you know who knows where it goes from there. So mm, it'll be very very interesting to see what Sony wants to do with its ball. Either share it or take it home again. Yeah. We'll see. So where are we at now? So talking about what we've seen and i'm sure we've seen oh we've seen a lot plenty for, of for, cool for, for, for shit. once i did my homework on this all righty yeah so you want to go first sure sure um let's talk about you know overall okay let me catch up i saw john wick 3 finally finally i haven't seen it you haven't seen john wick 3 Mm-mm. oh okay um, how is it it's good it's john wick okay and at this point i love keanu great guy Great films, fun films. Listen, I don't know how many more. Like, are they making another wrestling one? matches? Four? I wouldn't be surprised because it's pretty open ended again. Uh, but halfway in, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're grabbing the dude's neck, you shot him in the face again. Next dude shot him in the face again. This guy you're fighting, you stabbed his like jugular vein with a knife. It's like, at some point, it feels like a video game where you're just doing the same thing over and over to get through the level. And I like that it. it's fun, but we've seen John Wick be a badass in the same way for two other movies. So seeing it again, it gets a little bit repetitive, honestly, unfortunately, because I do like the films. They're fun, but they start feeling like a video game where you're just grinding through levels. Yeah, and yeah. It's just like, mm. I mean, there's some there's some new interesting fights, like the the one with the uh, uh, Boban Mar- Mar- uh, Marjanovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a fun fight to see. But after that, it's just it's a lot of just John Wick beating dudes up and you've seen it and yeah to the point where kind of you're kind of like he's not gonna die right because he's the dude like he's the guy who's not gonna die yeah uh and it 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 takes a weird little turn it it opens the universe up i don't know if if it opened it up the way i liked it to have opened up Mm -hmm. but it's 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 a fun movie but i can see why it wasn't as huge as john wick 2 because john wick 2 i think it really blew up more than john wick 1 yeah um it just it feels like more of the same and it's good it's not bad it's not bad in any way it's just a little bit repetitive and at this point i'm just like i don't think we need a four because it's just, if it's gonna be the same thing we don't need a four it's just different ways to kill dudes so oh, okay but yeah so I, so I saw that one and i'm glad i saw it you should watch it it's fun but don't expect to be blown away by any any new genre busting stuff yeah um uh, to stick with films, I saw Jojo Rabbit, which I think what I'm mean, honest, I haven't seen that many films this year, but mm-hmm. it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, Taika Waititi doing Hitler is such a fine That's... line, fine line to walk, and he nails it to the point where you you almost forget that you're laughing 
with Hitler sometimes, and you're like, oh, this is That's awful. crazy. Uh, the kid actors are amazing in it. Sometimes you see kid actors and they're just, you can tell they're acting. These kids are so good. Really? I forgot Scarlett Johansson's in it. You know, she, she's, she's great in it. Everyone's great in it. And my boy, uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, the, he's Sam like the Lou, the Lou Williams of acting, the underground ghost. He's the damn Lou Williams of being in racist <laughs> shit. He is. This is the third one. Yes. He's a Nazi in this one? He's a Nazi in this one. He, he's, he's a, a Nazi. racist cop. Then he was a cl- former Klan member uh-huh. in the Taraji P. Henson. Now he's a Nazi. He somehow oh. can nail it. And for, this is the first Nazi you'll feel kind of sad about and a little bit sympathetic oh, really? to. Yeah, that's crazy. He's, he's just like, you know, he's he's over being a Nazi. But he's a Nazi. Can't, that's like, okay, it, I need to watch it's that almost and like Parasite a still. I gotta see Parasite too. But uh, Jojo Rabbit is just, it's, it's a, such a nice movie. It's very, very heartfelt. You can tell it wants to be as funny as it wants to be touching, and it nails it both, where it's super funny. At the same time, it's very sad and touching because it definitely deals with, like, real-life shit, like the Holocaust and, and World mm-hmm. War II. And, and it mostly takes place at the end of the war. So there's, like, a, there's like a, a weird defeated sense throughout the whole movie where, like, everyone knows this is the end, and it doesn't look good for the Germans. But... Somehow, you know, Jojo and his friends, they all World kinda... War Two has always been a huge topic of interest for me. It's, it's when huge. I was in the seventh, eighth and ninth grade, uh-huh. I was big in World War Two. Wow. I would read World War Two books. You were like a you were like a, yeah. like a retired Republican. Wow. Yeah. I did a, a freshman project on JFK. Huh? I did a I think a sophomore project on you tie Pearl, JFK to World War Pearl II? Harbor. Or not JFK. Uh, Okay, no, FDR. FDR. Sorry, FDR. Sorry. I did one on JFK too later, but I did one on Pearl Harbor. I had a huge thick book that my brother got me, just World War II stuff. Uh And so it's always been like a a thing of interest with me. And like also like war movies I think are pretty yeah awesome I, like yeah. i love fury and people you know fury i don't think gets talked about much it doesn't get talked it's, yeah it's a, and I, it's a great cast yeah but yeah that's i still i that's the thing about going out to the theaters it's just like you know you have work and then you go home and you have all these streaming services you have all these movies at home you can watch it's like i want to go out and watch a film but it's just like oh my gosh like the time finding the time yeah, you're like, I can go watch a two-hour movie that's going to take you three hours with travel and, and yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Or watch two Simpsons episodes back-to-back. Yeah. So, yeah, and the last one I saw, saw was, uh, I believe, The Lighthouse. So, okay. it has been a while. But yeah, Georgia Rabbit, is, I think it's it's going to be a contender for some award because it's so good. It's so funny and, and sad and heartwarming. And, and I think it's, if this movie doesn't establish that Taika is top-level director talent, I don't know what will because he just, he knocked it out of the park. He's, yeah. He's a dude who can do a Thor movie and a Nazi movie and a vampire movie, and they're all fucking great. So, uh, you ever see that Q and A where they asked like, "What made you play Hitler?" No, and he said, "What's a better fuck you to that guy than having a Jewish man play him in a movie?" I didn't even know he was Jewish. Yeah. Oh, wow. He said that like in front of an audience where they were clapping because yeah. it's like it's I so mean, funny. It's true. Yeah. So like it's a Jewish man playing him in a movie. It's like yeah. the biggest fuck and you to that guy like ever. Playing him like such a baby too. It's yeah. the best part. Like, That's awesome. You can tell there are definitely parallels that he's trying to like you know connect dots with nowadays, and, and they land. They're good. But yeah. It's yeah. He's so good. He's a great actor and a director. Like usually directors are shit actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's really great. Um, which I'll talk about another director who I don't think is a shit actor, um, but. Side George Rabbit. Um, so just to jump to TV real quick because I know we got to get through some of these. Um, 
Have you seen Atypical on, on Netflix? No. Atypical is one of the best shows on Netflix that I've seen. It probably just shows in period. It's about just a family and the main character is a son who's on the, on the autism spectrum and just him dealing with life, dealing with high school. And it is so fucking dead on. It's so good. It is so genuine and so nice and like very warm. But it deals with like, like really some heavy family shit. Just like, yeah. you know, how they perceive him, how the outside perceives him, his friends. Um, just family drama, and it's very, very well done. It's very see. Good. That's what sucks about Netflix is that a couple of years ago, I probably would have heard of Atypical in a heartbeat. Yeah. But Netflix gets so swamped with mm-hmm. content yeah. that things like that get lost in the shuffle. Absolutely. What's that other movie? What's that other show that people started protesting that got canceled by Netflix? It was like a Hispanic representation. Uh, one day at a time. Yeah. 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 That's another one that's just like you know. I didn't hear about it until it got canceled, wow. and that sucks. I honestly think that sucks. So it, does, I, it, yeah. it just sucks. Like you know, I don't know how many years ago, maybe two, three years ago, if you a show like Atypical probably would have been right at the forefront, oh, and absolutely. we were heard, of, we're heard about it. But they put they pump in tons of new original content, most of it which is not even that good anymore. I that that was going to be uh, yeah yeah. So Netflix that, gets flooded with, check a, it out. with a lot of shit that is just one either not good or two. And this is the one that irks me a lot is. They'll say Netflix original, but they're just buying the rights from another country and just slapping Netflix in okay, front of yeah. it. Yeah, I and think that's what they do with Lucifer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I think I'm sure they probably put Netflix original, and I know just Fox know, canceled it and they picked it up. There's a very popular show. I think it's called um, uh, I forgot what the I think it's called Heist something or uh, okay. But I know in Spanish it's called La Casa de Papel, and it's a huge show on Netflix. I think, but it's. It's dubbed here in English, and it's a huge show overseas. I think it, it might be Spanish. If not, it's going to be South American, but it's a huge show, and it looks pretty cool. It's, I think it's about like a heist team or something. Okay. They even made like Funko Pop, so you know it's popular. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but it's like, I don't know if that's a Netflix original or they just bought the rights from another country. And to me, that's kind of cheating because it's not really a Netflix show. Yeah. Um, but stuff like Atypical and other shows do get drowned out because there's so much content now. Like, you turn it on, there's like five movies you've never heard of, and they're all yeah. Netflix movies. And you're like, holy shit. But Atypical is a great show. It's a wonderful show. It's very nice. Very How many seasons is it in? It's in its third season. Okay. Which scares me because Netflix is not cool with letting yeah. the shows run long. After the third season, it's like so, the death strike. Yeah. So I know they're all about numbers, not about content. How uh, many uh, episodes were in the first two seasons? Uh, I think that they've stuck with 10. Okay. Every season. That's solid. So that's pretty good. But they, I know Netflix is not friendly to long-term, long-running shows unless it's like a Stranger Things. Okay. So it's very scary that it's now into it's going to be a fourth season if there is one, because it's such a good quality show. It's, okay. it's probably one of the best shows on Netflix, if not on TV. Cool. Um, we'll talk about the Mandalorian later. Yeah. But Watchmen, you, you saw. We say you saw. I saw Watchmen. the first like three episodes. Okay. Okay. And in my opinion, episode three is not that good. Okay. Um. I've, but. Previous to that, I think this... I don't know if you ever read Watchmen, the novel, or the graphic novel. The only thing I know the Watchmen is the movie. The movie, okay. That's the only thing I... Well, they, all, they reference... A lot of... See, the thing... Of, okay, this is the shit I hate about some of the fanboys. Snyder is so faithful to the comic book that if you just watch the comic... I mean, the movie. If you just watch the movie, the Snyder's movie, and then the show, you would still get a lot of references from this movie that he made because he was so faithful to the book. Yeah. Um, there's a few things that are changed. Uh, I don't know... If, this is not a spoiler because everybody knows this, but I don't know if you know, in the original comic book, it, Dr. Manhattan's not the guy who blows everything up. It's a giant-ass squid. Okay, and in this one, it's a 
the squid. And this one, it's canon that the squid was the thing that fucked up New York City. How did like the squid pop out of nowhere? Or just Literally, just kind of like like a portal open and it just fucking plop down. Okay. Like a massive. Is that like, why when it started raining? Inter- Correct. Yeah. Okay. See, so that's something that, unless you read the comic books, you would get right away. If not, I hope later they talk I, about it. You know why? Because when that happened, I immediately read a couple of uh, episode recaps, like on Vulture okay. and stuff like that, because I want to know what what was that all about. Yeah. That's I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. So, the so squid is, whatever info I know from the Watchmen is from just the yeah. Zack Snyder movie, like which the, I dig a lot. I love that. Which film. is one of the big gripes of fanboys that he changed the ending from the squid to Dr. Manhattan. I think Dr. Manhattan makes more sense because it would make sense that people rally around the one thing that can destroy them, which is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And he fucking pieces out of there to parse. And this one, it's a squid. Somehow, the squids are still showing up, but little baby squids. So, yeah. it's interesting. But I like the show. I think it's very, very good. It lives in the same universe as the Kong book, and I think Damon Lindelof is doing a great job. I think the characters are fucking awesome. Regina King is killing it as Sister Knight. Yeah. Looking Glass is fucking going to be... That's ins- that a insane. Great character. That's... He's definitely a, like, a, like a, a Rorschach kind of like copycat a little bit. He is. But he almost seems like an honest Rorschach. Rorschach was definitely kind of scummy. The one thing about Watchmen that people don't often realize is that Rorschach is kind of an asshole. Well, he is an asshole. He's a comeback. Yeah. And he's very right-wing. He's a super right-wing dude. Like, nobody would get along with him nowadays because he's super right-wing. Yeah. And you saw in the show what that did. All the fucking right-wing crazies stuck to Rorschach. Yeah. And to me, Looking Glass seems like the opposite of Rorschach. He seems more honest, more, more just like a more honest dude. Yeah. But not fucking far-right crazy. Yeah. Um, so Watchmen lives in that universe and it does it really well. My only concern is that Damon Lindelof worked on Lost. Lost is my favorite show of all time, but I can see him doing the same thing of setting up questions that I don't know if they'll be answered later. And with the show that that's this deep and like in and like in storytelling and layers and just the history of Watchmen, he has to answer some of these questions or else people are going to just tune out because they're going to be too confusing. Yeah. Um it's 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 not a spoiler, but I don't think it's a spoiler, but um, Sally Jupiter, she's um, uh, her last name is Blake, and that's that's the comedian's last name. Oh, okay. So you have to assume that it's that she kept the comedian's last name. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, so we'll we'll see where that goes, and um, it, it's it's a great show. It's a great show. I love it. I think it it's is. good. Like uh, I was, the, the music is fucking top notch. I was hooked on it right when I started watching it. Especially Sister Knight and The Looking Glass were the two that stood out for me. Like those two got those two yeah, characters were so good. So and it's good. just man, I don't know, just, just watching it. I'm always like looking around. Just looking around like if there's little little, little visual cues that give oh, off yeah. something in and the future. I think there's a ton you just have to look around and you know, there's the it's such a dense And show. it's scary, yeah. I mean it's scary just how like relevant it is with like you having all these little mm-hmm. right wing militia groups and then even yeah. even the people that you think you could trust, like the cops, there's yeah. some skeletons in the closet like literally and then the just the fact that in this world the cops are afraid of people yeah it's like that's you know that's so relevant like sometimes people are afraid of cops but you know what happens when a certain group starts targeting cops what how are they yeah so it's it's very interesting it's a very very rich show and 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 like but it's like when I was watching it and I watched like the first two episodes, I'm like, fucking HBO, man. Like you would HBO. think, oh, I'm sure a lot of people thought, oh, after Game of Thrones, they're going to dip down in quality a little bit. Uh-huh. It's like, no, you still got Westworld coming out next year. Yeah. You still have 
you know, Watchmen. You yeah. know, you still have all these damn good shows that yeah. are coming out that Plus are going to be solid. Yeah, and the new shit they're putting out. Yeah. People love Euphoria. You say you're a big Euphoria. Euphoria is so good. Yeah, oh, my so. God. Euphoria is so good. Um, and, you know, just just quick, uh, you know, just to backtrack a little bit uh, as far as uh, HBO um, into the new section. Uh, Benioff and uh, what's his name and why is dropped out of Star Wars. Yeah, that's the big news. Literally, like the next day after we posted our podcast, they dropped out. So I think we're killing careers. That's holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, we're a jinx. But <laughs> I mean, I don't. It, I guess I don't know if they got so much backlash for just for, being very, very honest as to that, what they were during that uh, that one Q and A. Yeah, they were just very honest. They're like, guys, we were just starting off. It just sounded like we just winged it. Yeah, you know, much and what it, it sounds pissed. Like. Tons of people yeah, off. Pissed, I mean, because they were saying like, like we just didn't know what we were doing. And then when they said they said something about how they wrote the episodes because they just didn't trust anyone because they didn't know what they were doing. It's like, well, maybe you should have like delegated that out for the last season with like legit writers, yeah. legit people who knew what they were doing. Because you set this up expectation so high. And that's high. the thing. Like people are hammering them, and I get it because the last season was disappointing. They did rush into stuff, mm-hmm. but they gave us good shit for like five plus seasons. They did. I think, I think people aren't. Are mad at the content. They're mad at basically their their story now. Yeah. At the at the Benioff and Weiss story. So the, I I think my theory, my conspiracy theory that you'll find on Infowars is that um, Disney forced them out. Oh. I think Disney would have just been like, you know what, guys, probably not going to work out for us if we got this hanging over our head. People are going to question how you got this gig, and if you fuck this up, it's going to affect both of us. So let's just fucking drop it's it. Kathleen Kennedy. I mean, it's not like they don't like they don't have work. They got tons of work. Yeah, they even Kathleen so. Kennedy laying the hammer. Um, so I, you know what? That who knows? It's a what if. I don't. I don't even know if it was an original show or it was something they already had planned. But a big what if. Anyway, that was. Was uh, it a show or a movie? I think it was movies. Okay. But we'll never know now unless you tell us later. Last thing that I seen that is uh, interesting. Uh, my wife also loves Disney Plus because we're big Disney fans. Uh, the first thing I went to go see was The Mandalorian. The first thing she went to go see was Lizzie McGuire. Never seen Lizzie yeah. McGuire in my life. Never seen her in my life. Ever, ever, ever. She made me watch an episode. I think, and I'll go into this later. One, it's very wacky. I mean, it's obviously... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe better than some other Disney shows that I've come across in you know more recent time. But I, I feel like I can draw a straight line between Lizzie McGuire and people who grew up to become YouTubers. Really? Yeah. I think there's a weird correlation of like the way they present the presentation uh, in that show reminds you a lot of new YouTube content. And yeah. I think it's not a coincidence. I think it's very I think they were very very um like not prescient, but they were very just they they knew what they were doing. The the certain way they produced that show, they presented that show. And now I I see similarities in the way some big vloggers edit their show mm-hmm. edit their content on youtube so i think there's a there's got to be a correlation there and to me the age matches like if you were a kid back then you're like in your late mm-hmm. 20s or 30s now i i think it's made a big influence on certain people um it's a wacky show though wacky as fuck um oh yeah have you seen, seen the movie i've seen no no i've no. seen the movie you've seen the movie oh yeah i didn't know you i knew you were a hillary duff fan but duff I, army, I, didn't, dude. I didn't know i don't know you were part of the, the, the duff, duff army, army this this hard Hey, man, she, I'm very proud of her. She maintained being a very normal person after she did. leaving Disney. She did She's a very she, even-keeled, normal, yeah. like, family person. She, she survived. Yeah, dude. And just wow. you can see everyone else kind of just, uh, But, I mean, I've seen the movie. I've seen some episodes. Did you watch the theaters? Uh, 
No. Okay. That no. Come on. But no, <laughs> I've 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 seen it. There's been, I think there was like a day where it was like on Stars or like HBO. And, and he's like, like, eh, like, this is it. Well, I'm gonna go check it out. And Lizzie, then you know, it's, it's a Lizzie McGuire movie. It's a Lizzie McGuire movie. That's okay. all you gotta say. Okay. Put her in well, a faraway country. Well, I've started romance. my my journey with Lizzie and Miranda and Gordo. So we'll see where we end Gordo's up later. Gordo's boy. Gordo. Oh, poor Gordo. You can tell Gordo just probably smoked tons of weed in college. Oh or yeah, yeah, yeah. And talked about like the man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's all things. That's everything I've seen so far up to this point. But uh, how about you? Um, basically, Watchmen. Uh, I just started catching up on Silicon Valley. I totally forgot oh, that when, show is so good. When I was watching Silicon Valley, like I saw a commercial and I was just like, "Wait a minute, when did this debut?" And it was yeah. like three weeks ago. I was yeah. like, "Oh shit!" I forgot to. And I, so, I caught up. And yeah, so I caught good. up. I've been watching more. Uh, I, I go down the rabbit hole in YouTube, but this time it's been Silicon Valley, like all Guilfoyle quotes. Oh, Guilfoyle and it's just like, oh, it's so good. Like, yeah, if I had like my own home one day, like I'm going to have a Guilfoyle quote like in front of the kitchen. That's going to be just, your, your, like the fancy handwriting. Yeah, gonna be. yeah. It's going to be one of his <laughs> quotes. He's so good. Such a, yeah. yeah. Silicon Valley. Well, the uh, thing is about Silicon Valley is like they dabble into the whole like the a lot of this is the business side of like you know the tech world yeah. and stuff like that. So I often get lost in like their whole jargon about okay. you know okay. oh hit the buyback shares that'll dilute this. Yeah, then yeah. we could buy this, but then the VCs will be in- interested. Like, yeah, yeah. and I know most of it. I'm not dumb that dumb, yeah. but there's some stuff that I kind of get just like wait what what and I had to kind of rewind it because there was like one episode where I just had to rewind like when they were talking and talking yeah. about all this all these business moves. It, it can get business heavy sometimes. You're like ah, uh, yeah. but. Or even like tech heavy, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking yeah. about. But, but it's it's so funny. It's, so it's such good. a great show. I want more Jin Yang. Oh, Jin Yang was was the heart of the show for so long. Oh my god. So I, um, uh, I I love it. I think this season is great. Uh, I I think it's gonna be bigger once it's over and people revisit it and they'll think of like just how good this show is. It's such a great show. So I love watching Galvin Benson because his office oh. is. Kelsey Dominguez Hills oh, Library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's your. I watch them like base. yeah. When I see the Huli and the El Pollo Loco uh-huh. sign, I'm like that's the <laughs> oh, library. Oh, oh, the outside too. That's the outside. That's the library. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. So I, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, how many times I've been inside oh, there? You're, yeah, you're one of. Uh, yeah, one of his it's it, so it's it's funny. It's funny watching that, and it's it's sad that it's ending. Yeah, but it's, it's I a, hope it's a bummer. I hope HBO gives Mike Judge something else to do. I yeah. hope he does like another comedy. He goes straight to it. Mm-hmm. Or bring back Beavis and Butthead. Oh God! Please, please. Well, they, they tried please. already. It didn't work I know, out. but it was so hilarious uh, when I, the. I that's it, what sucks. I think it's like it was a product. Of they its brought time. back. They brought it back that one season, uh-huh. and it was like, oh my God. Like I was laughing my ass off because they, yeah, they made fun of Twilight. They made fun of like they made fun of like drone strikes and shit like that, <laughs> which is like shit. you know tiptoeing a dangerous ground. But it was just it was hilarious. Like when they had to find a hobo, bit them to get yes. to to be a vampire, <laughs> and they were like all pale and stuff. And they're saying my bones are hurting. <laughs> like they got like Hep C from them or something. <laughs> like that shit's hilarious. But I hope Mike Judge they do. He does something with HBO because Silicon yeah. Valley is so good. Silicon Valley is going to be, it's not being revered as such right now, but I think it's going to be a, uh, a 30 Rock or Parks and Rec type fandom later on where they're going to be like, oh, Silicon Valley is one of the best shows yeah. in the recent history. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I forgot about Silicon Valley. Great, 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 great bring up there. Yeah, so. That's pretty much it. That's all you've I mean, been watching. In terms of what we've seen. Okay, okay. So next, you know how we always kind of talk about something and then we kind of segue into like our own our, our topic of our, the week yeah so yeah, it is our topic of the week uh, a couple 
like, I think about a week and a half ago or a couple weeks ago, uh, they showed footage of Will Smith and Martin Lawrence hanging out with the cast of Coming to America 2 because they're both filming at Tyler Perry Studios okay. in Atlanta. Yeah. And so they're filming Bad Boys 3, they're filming Coming to America 2. And then everyone like on Twitter was just like, oh man, what if they like merged the two movies together? What if it was yeah. like a crossover event? How would that work out? And then, you know, everyone remembers the failed that was could have happened but ended up not happening, which I think turned out just to become MIB International. Yeah. Was the Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover. Which would have been event. I think would have been Yeah. Huge. So I was thinking like if you had an option, like what would you do in terms of a crossover event? Because that's very interesting, that concept. Of course, like it could franchises. be badass or it could mm-hmm. be a pure piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, totally. I was yeah. Wondering like what would you, would you do you have any in mind? Like what would you Okay. Okay. You, given? Okay, you want me to go first on this? Yeah, one? go for okay. it. Uh, so we talked about getting one T V, one film. We can do either one if you want or do both. I don't um so this one both of these things are over, but if they were to cross over in their prime, I think it'd be perfect. Uh, because one is basically a, a soap opera, and the other one is basically a sci-fi show. And okay. if you crossed them, I think they'd be a nice little weird mishmash. So I would, if I could go back and restart these shows, cross over X-Files with True Blood. Oh, shit. Okay. Because now you got FBI agents investigating some sort of crime in vampire-infested communities in, like, Louisiana. So I think that would be very, very fun to see these two dudes, well, not two dudes, but um, Mulder and Scully, you know, basically doing an FBI case yeah. knowing they're, like, in a vampire area and trying to deal with that. And at the same time, True Blood dealing with, like, because it's very, did you ever watch True Blood? Uh, I've seen little bits here and okay. there. I haven't seen the whole thing. I, for anyone that hasn't seen it, True Blood Season 1, I think, is extremely perfect. Like, almost 10 out of 10 uh, in terms of a, fucking, of a, like a modern-day noir um, detective story type of, like... It's, it's, just, it's a very, very modern-day, like, take on, like on, a, on a noir-type film or, like, just, like, a, a mystery, a mystery noir. Yeah. Um, season 1... Nails it. Season one to me is untouchable TV when it comes to that. Also HBO, of course. Uh, when it comes to that, I think True Blood season one is peak HBO. So damn good. After that, it becomes a little bit wackier. Becomes a soap opera. Becomes more sci-fi or fantasy-ish. Mm-hmm. But season one to me just nails it down. Nails down grounded vampires in Louisiana. Now bring in the X Files of them investigating some sort of crime in Louisiana, and no, into a vampire community okay. with with um. With Mulder, who's super into like, you know, aliens and supernatural yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, I think that'd be a wonderful crossover. We will we get it? No, never. But mixing that sci-fi with that fantasy, with with kind of a little bit of like a romance angle, I think that that'd be a fucking that would have been cool. Blast, a blast as a TV show. I have a movie also, but I'll let you go. You know, it, All right. Um, I have a TV, which is funny because my TV one's kind of closely. Because you start talking about cults, and I'm like, I'm, I'm tiptoeing around that area in terms of the crossover. I love cults. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> but um, movie, I was thinking, okay, I was thinking the, uh, two of the same genre. And I was thinking, like, you know, sci-fi, I'm always interested in, like, if they mix certain sci-fi things together. And I'm thinking, like, what would happen if, let's say, you put, like, the world of, like, Looper 
mixed in with like, let's say Blade Runner or okay. something like that. Okay. You know, where you have not only just replicants, but you have these basically, you know, what are they like bounty hunters? Just like time traveling, time traveling yeah. bounty hunters, putting them together, and you know, I don't know, making some sort of interwoven storyline between the replicants and maybe them going to war or just some craziness. Or even I haven't seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine, so I can't really okay. elaborate on that. I, I own it. If on, it if I own it, it on Blu ray, but I can't put five hours aside any day. Yeah, so. yeah, shit. So I I don't know how it would fit with like Looper and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It'd probably be better just because they're closer to each yeah. other in terms of release, but. I'm always interested in like like the, a sci-fi crossover, and I really really love Looper. I think it's one of those movies that kind of just get forgotten in terms of good sci-fi movies. Yeah. So I was thinking like, what if they put it in the world with like Blade Runner and like replicants and just a futuristic like in a futuristic like LA setting or whatever the yeah. case may so be. So my question to you is, I don't remember exactly what year does Looper take place. Looper takes place. I think, I want to say twenty fifty four. Okay. Because I just I remember there was a time where uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was on a like a bike, and then it said Kansas City. I think it was like 2054 okay. or something like that. Because I know I think Looper, not Looper. I think Blade Runner is like the first one's like 2019. So we're yeah, there. yeah, yeah, we're there. So we're there, and so 2049 is obviously going to be way that, high that's, tech. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Like 2049 seems more fitting. Yeah. But the thing is, I can't really talk about because I haven't seen Blade Runner 2049. Correct. So that's what I would love to do. Like two sci-fi movies, kind of just blended together, and just see what it would go. In terms of my TV one, um, you're kind of tiptoeing around it. I would love to see. Um, True Detective. Okay. The first one was McConaughey and Harrison. HBO. McConaughey and Harrison. God, Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. We're such HBO sluts. We're such HBO sluts. I swear. Uh, in the world of the leftovers. Okay. Yeah. Just, Since that has to do with the occult. It's just like 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 investigating what? missing people the, or the, the disappearance. Like half like a good chunk of the population disappears in the leftovers, and there's a guy that presents himself as the second coming of Jesus, and it's like a cult. And it's very like grim. Uh-huh. Putting that with True Detective, putting that with those two detectives, kind of investigating it as well. Like, what the hell just happened? What the hell's going on in this world with this cult guy? Yeah, and kind of just blending those two together. Together. So I think that would be a really cool, a really cool like you know concept. But it's just like the same thing. Like, there's something about shows that have to do with like cults and just shit that you don't really understand. Yeah, that just I'm so interested in. I love cults. I'll yeah. say that again. Well, uh, we spent how many days playing Resident Evil 4? Oh, uh, yeah. Remember yeah, that? La yeah. Campana. Yeah. La Campana. <laughs> yeah. The chainsaw, and then you run out of the room. Oh, uh, so great. I, again, Leftover is another HBO show, so just HBO love everywhere. Um, yeah, that'd be a good one. Like a, a nice, like, supernatural detective show again. I, yeah. Has it been done? I don't know. I've never seen Supernatural. I don't know if that dabbles in that you know area, but uh, Constantine would have been that, but that got canceled. So Yeah. Oh, bummer. Uh, my quick movie one, if I had to cross over two films, again, I'm crossing genres because I, like, I would like to see each one adapt to the other genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's pretty more straightforward. Uh, but I would love to see uh, Paranormal Activity. Like, like just the, like, the, the I want to say the bleakness, but just like, like the, the, the creepiness of that, mm-hmm. right? And then you throw in Ghostbusters. Holy shit. So they have the Ghostbusters investigating paranormal activity. Now, I would want that to be funny, but also pretty fucking scary. The hijinks would ensue. Because people love, people love Ghostbusters, right? Maybe yeah. the original more than the new one, which I think is fine. Whatever. But back then, I thought 
you know, Azul was creepy and shit. Like, like it, it creeped me out mostly because it was a stop motion animation. But and maybe the library librarian ghost was also kind of creepy. But overall, I wasn't scared watching Ghostbusters. There were some jump at you moments, but I wasn't scared watching yeah. Ghostbusters. What if they had to go into an actual scary situation that is definitely more over their heads than just blasting them with like rays? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I That's know what you mean. how do they handle it? Because at the end of the day, they are scientists. You know, they're kind of wacky scientists, but they are scientists. So how do they rationalize something like like supernatural? Uh, I'm sorry, like paranormal activity. Uh, and to me, I, I would want to see like a, basically a horror th- Ghostbusters, which I'm surprised hasn't been made. Even if they've been struggling, I'm surprised they haven't made a, a, a horror Ghostbusters that deals more with with like the um, the occult and stuff like that. Now, from what I understand, and I don't know if you read this also, the new Doctor Strange is supposed to dabble in the more horror. horror themes. Yeah, and it's supposed apparently they announced that it's going to have Loki in it as well. That's weird. So. I wouldn't be surprised if Doctor Strange needs someone like Loki to help him through like kind of horror landscapes, you know. And they, it's in there. It's called uh, the Multiverse of Madness. So it's different universes, you know. Yeah. So we don't know what we'll see. So I'm glad Marvel is pushing that into like let's take this com- comic book movie into the horror genre, which will be the first time Marvel has done that. Mm-hmm. And if they can do it right, you can do horror right at PG or PG-13. It just has to be done well. You don't need blood and gore. You just need. Uh, just ambiance and like creep factor and things yeah. like that. And that'll that'll be good enough. So I'm very very happy for that. Uh, so yeah, but Ghostbusters Supernatural uh, and Paranormal Activity to me that would be a good crossover where they have to take ghosts seriously for yeah. once, not just be like, oh, slimer, like yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot him. That makes sense. You know, that would be cool. Yeah. So that 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 would that would be gnarly for me. Those are my uh, crossovers that, that that I like to see okay. happen one day, which will never happen. But but yeah, alrighty. Yeah. All um, right. So the next segment is, of course, a very by the way, own. if if Bad Boys and Coming to America crossover, which film would they crossover in? Oh shit! Because I I don't know the plot of Bad Boys Three. I'm assuming Coming to America will be again in New York. That's or or take place somewhere around there. New York, yeah. What would? I'm trying to think. I don't know where Bad Boys is in Miami. Oh, okay. Maybe they go back to maybe this stays in Miami again. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Okay. We'll see. Oh, okay. maybe we'll not see. But we'll see. Okay. We'll literally, we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. So. All right. Moving so on. the next segment is, of course, the segment we all know as "You Fucked Up," where we highlight something, someone that just fucks up. And yeah. so, first, do you have anything, or because I have one? I have one too. Hopefully, it's not the same thing. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. That uh, you fucked up this week. It's gonna be Disney Plus fucking with aspect ratios on The Simpsons. Oh yeah, there you go. That's, Get them, drag them. Oof, let me let me let me just drag them a little the bit. Duff, the Duff, dry, Duff, the Duff dry, Duff light, Duff when zero. When I saw one. that, that is like unforgivable. Yeah, you're gonna crop these and literally ruin jokes. Now I've heard that they just took what FX was showing and imported it over. And that's a big reason why I didn't watch a lot of the FX ones because they do crop it, but they give you the option to put it back into the 4x3 format. Disney Plus isn't doing that yet. Now, they announced they're going to do it, but they didn't say when. Or I, think, I think it said 2020. They're going yeah. to change it to give you the option to do 4x3 uh, or the, the widescreen, which nobody should ever do because it's awful. Yeah. Uh, everything looks stretched. Everything looks awful. They, they ruin jokes. Um, so I I don't that I don't know what Disney was thinking. They, they imported all these things and then 
they didn't care how they came out. So, yeah. And I've heard it's happened to other shows as well. They took out the uh, Michael Jackson episode. They just took that one out. Yeah, so they took that one out. Funny enough, well, the first thing I did when I got Disney Plus was to see if they kept the uh, Twin Towers episode. And that's still in there. That's still in there? That's still in there, okay. yeah. Uh, but not the Michael Jackson one. Uh, so that's it's interesting how they're going to go about that uh, by changing aspect ratios, but also censoring because another victim has been Gravity Falls. Uh, Gravity Falls, if no one watches it, which you should if you don't, Basically, I call it Kid X-Files. It, it, it definitely deals with the occult, but in a kid way, yeah. it's a very good show. Um, and I haven't seen the ending, but I've seen most of the first season. Well, I've, I've seen the first season and some of the second season. And they've started edit, straight up just editing out symbols in the show that, from what I understand, relate to the overall arc of the show. So they basically just... One of the main main character main characters, Grunkle Stan, he has a fez, and like on the fez, there's a symbol. They've just straight up erased that symbol, but that symbol apparently factors into the show's arc. Okay. So they're just straight up erasing things, and that's kind of scary because it's like if you're gonna edit things, you know, what are you gonna take out? Yeah, that sucks. And that's my fear with with losing physical media is that you will no longer have a true copy of the original content anymore so that that's kind of scary it's a bummer that they're going to start censoring things out uh because who knows what's next who knows yeah. if they, who knows if they'll just start you know well also they were going to edit some a joke in toy story one two or three that people saw was kind of a little bit too risque for the me too era which one is uh, it? i forgot what it was i think ham said something of course it would be fucking ham <laughs> um so that was also kind of um uh, a bummer that they're going to start editing those things. The funny thing is that they have put disclaimers on older films and stuff about how I think uh, Dumbo might have a disclaimer Dumbo. about how some of those references or some of that content might be of its time and that is being presented as it was presented earlier, but that it's content of its time. Why they get that gets sad, but then something like Gravity Falls gets straight up like censored is baffling to me. Uh, I don't know what the what 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 the idea behind it is, and yeah. it's, it's scary well, the whole, to think. The thing with that. Greedo too. Oh, did they? They, they uh, when Greedo and Han meet, they fucking changed it again. Mm-hmm. Where Greedo says this weird thing. He used to say that he used to say a line in his language, and then now he, instead of saying the original thing, he says towards the end, right before Han says, "Yes, I bet you have," and shoots him. Uh-huh. He says McClunky. Okay. And no one knows where the fuck they got McClunky from. He flat out says McClunky like that. Uh-huh. And before it was like this other word. And everyone was just like, what? Is this like someone? They thought someone was making like a gag yeah. on Twitter. Like, did you edit this or something like that? It's like, they're like, no, no, this is an actual new edit of this Han Greedo scene. With Disney Plus? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's just, he says McClunky. And I'm like, what the hell? And I remember the old one because the old one. Uh, Greedo speaks Quechua, which is an Incan dialect. Okay, that's that's what he's basically saying to uh-huh. Han. Is he's speaking flat out Quechua? So I think they s- edit out that one last word, and then they say McClunky, which is like I don't know, it's, sounds it's like gibberish. A, sounds like a, a white, sounds like the, sounds like a white person's last name that lives in like Wisconsin or something. Here's Joseph or, McClunky of or the, Creek Falls, Wisconsin, or, or something. the place that sells chicken in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, exactly. McCluck. McClunky's, yeah. <laughs> Like McDowell's and coming to America is the <laughs> fake McDonald's. Yes. It'd be like McClunky's, a brand new one. Yeah. But yeah, they say McClunky now. And people were like, it's like 
you know, people fuck fuck around on Twitter. They're like, yeah. are you just making fun of it because we always know Star Wars and the Stories for editing stuff in and out? Yeah. Like, no, this is actually in the Disney Plus version, and sure enough, it's in there. Weird. So like, he edits that out, and it's it's so unnecessary. It's not yeah. like it's not like the word that he says towards the end is like a low key slur that they just discovered. It's just a regular word. And uh-huh. they changed, replaced it with McClunky. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, that is a little bit scary there. Yeah, that's frightening. So it's stupid. Like that. Oh, that shit annoys me so much. Yeah. So that that's my beef this 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 week with the uh, Disney Plus. Just kind of, you know, uh, we gave them the keys to the kingdom, and now they're doing shit. And we're like, oh shit. We, yeah, we, you can't be doing that shit. And who that's knows what? Too messed up. Who knows what jokes will be changed later? Who knows what will be edited out? And Unfortunately, now everyone has to keep like a keen eye on shit because, again, the less physical media, the less control you have over it. So mm-hmm. that's a bummer. Somebody was talking about how I think I, th- I think someone said all their Blu Rays were obsolete, and it's like no, they're not. And you have you probably still have content that'll never be Dude, I, produced back on I TV. I love Blu Rays. I, lo- I saw all my DVDs. Like yeah. I don't want to get rid of them. No, no, and like they're like, great. I, I for some reason I, maybe I just you know I don't have the time anymore. But when I got a DVD before, I would. Taking all the extra content, I would all the bonus features. I'd watch everything, and then when you think about it, when you stream, you lose all that shit. They're not gonna upload fucking behind the scenes vignettes for you. Yeah, they're just gonna show you the the feature, and that's it. So, yeah. keep that physical media, lock it down. Yeah, physical media is the way to go. What do you got? Uh, all right, so my you fucked up is two people, two directors. One's name is Anton Ernst. The other one is Tati Golik. Okay. They are they related to Mike Golik? Probably not. Probably not. Poor guy, Michael. Like, I don't know what he's <laughs> doing now. Um, they are making a movie called Finding Jack, and they had a controversial casting decision. They're gonna put a CGI James Dean. Oh, I've only in the movie briefly heard of this, but when I read it, I was like, I'm not gonna click on this CGI article. James Dean. That's their intent of putting it in the movie, and they got a lot of they got a lot of backlash, and they're they said they're gonna use CGI, like archival photos and an actor doing James Dean's voice for the movie and the estate approved of it because I'm sure there was a fat check attached to it fat check attached to that and they got backlash and then once the backlash happened they I think it was like an interview or something they said they didn't intend for it to be a gimmick and they're taking they're making every precaution to make sure it's like his legacy is intact and I it's fucked up. Slippery slope. So that's the definition of you fucked up because you cannot do that shit. Now were you they intending do that shit. to have James Dean as James Dean or James Dean acting as someone else? I think James Dean as James Dean. So why not just get an actor playing James Dean? I don't get it either. I don't know. I mean, like if you're doing like a biopic type of thing, just get a guy playing James Dean and call him James I Dean. I don't get it. I think it's just they. It was probably going to be one of those movies that where it's just like you're never going to ever hear for, hear about it, and they decided just to do this to get that little. Marketing push because yeah. we're all talking about. It. Look at us; we're talking about it right, right now. now. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that's going way too far. That's that's ridiculous. That's, that's yeah. I only briefly briefly read that like headline. And I was like, not gonna click on this. I want to waste my time. And sounds exactly like. And what I might I sound like a read. hypocrite because when I saw the hologram to puck at Coachella, the the video of it. it okay, that looked cool. cool. Yeah, sure. But and that was like. Yeah, sure. Whatever. It was dope and and. Also, I didn't mind CGI Leia in uh, Rogue One. Yeah, but, but that's different. Um, one, she was still alive, and two, it was just de aging. But creating an, a performance for a dead guy and passing it off as him—it just seems wrong. It yeah, just, I don't like it. And 
I'm wondering why the estate agreed to that because yeah. I hear things of like how Marilyn Monroe's estate still makes millions of dollars every year on merchandise. Yeah. Like, are they hard up for money? That's no, what I was thinking. Like, you know, you, no, like you don't, you just don't do that. That's just, I mean, the de-aging thing is one thing. De-aging, because it's, it's still the actor performing. Yeah, but, but when you have a guy basically imitating him and then passing it off as him, just, just do how other movies do it. Have a guy perform as, or you know how fucking Joaquin Phoenix was Johnny Cash. Yeah. I mean, no one had a beef with that because he's performing as Johnny Cash. Exactly. Have a guy play as James Dean, but don't try to recreate James Dean. That's yeah. James. That's like if, uh, like when. Also, Johnny Cash is still alive, I think. Yeah, like the movie Forrest Gump. There's a scene where little Forrest Gump is hanging around Elvis. Uh Elvis goes to his mom's estate, and he's basically spending the night because he's going on tour, like on the road. And he just needs a place to spend the night really quick. And I guess Forrest Gump's mom rents out the rooms in their huge estate. And so you see this guy on his bed playing the guitar, and little Forrest is like dancing, and he's doing like his little leg dance, stuff like that. And it's just like... You know, how would they feel if they put a CGI Elvis in there yeah. to have a dialogue with Forrest Gump's mom? They yeah. would probably be pissed off. Yeah. So they had just an actor. They kind of blurred out where, like, he was kind of in the background, and they kind of made the shot kind of blurry and just focused on Forrest. Mm-hmm. But you knew, oh, he's, little Forrest is hanging around with Elvis. Yeah. But they didn't, like, you know... I'm sure CGI was really shitty back then, like, in, nine, in the 93, I mean, 94. Not if, you're, but, not if you're a raptor or a T-Rex. But, yeah, well, that's true. But, like, it, I, just, I just don't get it. Is it... I only, you can't say it's a gimmick because it really feels like a gimmick. And it feels, feels like, hey, look, at, let's do this. And then people will talk about us. And then people want to see it. But, yeah, yeah no, it definitely was a tension. And I, I really but. hope that they would be like, you know what, never mind. We'll find an actor and we'll cast him as uh, yeah. James Dean. Yeah, just cast an actor as James Dean. But just cast know. an actor as James know. Dean. Maybe I'm being too optimistic because I don't think that's going to – I think I'm going to go along with it. I think they're just like, well, fuck everyone. We got the – Approval from the estate. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. That seems that's that's a very, that's a as an ocean. I don't want to swim in. It's too 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 wavy there. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So two people really fucked up, or two entities really fucked up this, this time around. There we go. All right. So anything else you want to drag? Uh, besides the I fucked up. No, not that one. Okay, that's a pretty big one. James Dean. Yeah, the James Dean one. Yeah, unforgivable. Don't bring back people from the dead. Unless don't do it. it's like, I don't know, fucking Mozart. I don't know. Even then, leave, yeah. him, leave him there. So, I fucks with you is next. Ah, uh, fucks with you. And, I mean, I only have just kind of like one, and it's kind of cheesy. Okay. Um, Hayden Christensen visited Galaxy's Edge. I saw photos of that. I saw pictures of Believe it. Believe me, I got a little stoked for him, too. I was like... Yeah. He's getting his, his, you know. And, like, he looked like he was having a fun time. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, I got to put you. I got to put you in the podcast. I fucks with you for that. Because it was just just good to see him out and about and kind of embracing. I'm a part of Star Wars. Even though certain people don't like it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm a part of it. You know what? Uh, Hayden Christensen didn't get the type of shit he did that Daisy Ridley did. And Daisy Ridley did not do anything wrong. Yeah. And exactly. Hayden Christensen, not the best actor in Star Wars, um, but you think he would have gotten a ton of shit like Daisy did? Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. No. He kind of got a pass. People acknowledged that it wasn't great what he was yeah. doing, but he I didn't just, get fucking death threats. I honestly think, like, 
I don't want to say it was like a huge leap forward from episode two to episode three, but episode two, yeah, he was it was rough his acting. But episode three, I thought he did fine. Yeah, I think like episode the way three, once he got to embrace you how know, he was just pissed off. Yeah, though, like he sold it off good. It's like when he turned and everything, like that yeah. that when he his "I hate you" line, uh-huh. I think it's still really really powerful. Like yeah. the, the the growl in his voice, like I thought it was. He did really. Good. He did good in episode three. Episode two, yeah. I'll, of course, people are gonna give him. Crap I mean, there's some episode three lines that I'll never forget. Like, I think it was maybe it's the Jedi who are wrong. Oh no? yeah, from my point of <laughs> view, the, the Jedi, Jedi are, are evil. And I was just like, <laughs> you can't fault the guy for reading that line. That's just I mean, that's not George him. Lucas wrote that. People, yeah. So. so, but yeah, there's no comparison to what Daisy Ridley gets, no, you know, but, because. But, but I am glad. But I feel like Daisy will be welcome more currently yeah. to the Star Wars fandom. Uh, then someone like well, I mean, she'll be welcome as opposed to what all the shit online says. Uh, Hayden Christensen was still kind of on the border there. Do we like him or not? But we accepted him. He's yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, if I ever see him, I do know that if I ever see him, I'm not going to tell him I love you from Star Wars because I feel like that's going to be too easy. Spencer Shattered Glass. I'm going to go. I'm like, dude, you were great in Shattered Glass, and then have his imagine have his face imagine change. his face light up. Hey, and th- thanks, thanks you. man. Thank you. Thank you. They'd be like, can I have a million dollars? Because I know you're good for that. <laughs> oh my god, I just remember Shattered Glass. I'm sorry, Chuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Shattered I, Glass was underrated. Like, I lied. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like every other minute, like you just caught him in a lie. <laughs> Are you mad at um, me, Chuck? Yeah, watch Shattered Glass. Um, okay, yeah. That's I mean, a, yeah, that's. I mean, it's just simple. He was like, very happy. Yeah. 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 Uh, my I fucks with you this week is going to be. This is where I drop the Mandalorian. It's so good. It's it's. I want to fucks with it forever. Uh, you told me. You you texted me before I got to the part where you said. Jawas are the crackheads of the Star Wars universe, and I can't agree anymore. How they're just little devils running around. Yeah, dude. They're literally just stripping cars. Yeah. And looking to get high off of something. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, "This is wow." They, you, yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it was going to be this violent. It's a very, it's not a bloody show, but it's a violent. It's show. a violent ass show. Like when he disintegrates, at first it all, I think I was like, "Holy shit!" It just straight up disintegrated it yeah dude. and then he just fucking blasts like a bunch of jawas like straight up just like snipes them like yeah. those jawas never saw it coming oh they were so there good. one second and they weren't and then I, I was just like this is such a good show this is exactly the type of show i wanted for a star wars show but i've noticed online chatter about how this is the star wars we were meant to have this whole time before the news the new trilogy and that's where i was like well I don't know if I want this in the new trilogy. This is not this is this is not the Skywalker saga. We're, the, the Mandalorian is not the Skywalker saga, yeah. and I don't expect it to be that. The Mandalorian is a straight up western, but more than that. And after the first episode ended, and everyone already knows what happened in the first episode because even people who didn't watch it read what happened. Yeah, um, it became Lone Wolf and Cub. Are you familiar with Lone Wolf and Cub? I think I've heard of it. Okay, Lone Wolf and Cub is basically an old. Uh, manga from Japan, not that old, but it's an old manga from Japan. It was also a few movies where a samurai um, and his son wander like Japan, and it's like a sort of wasteland, and it's just them two surviving. Which is which now that inspired Road to Perdition, right? Okay, okay. Which is which, and that also inspired The Road, which is essentially the same story of a man and a son, okay, surviving in the wild. Um, so. When I saw that it was going to become basically a, 
at this point, you know, a father and son story surviving in, you know, post-Empire Star Wars, I was like, I'm fucking in 100%. This is what I want. But I also don't agree with the fact that this is more Star Wars than The Last Jedi or Force Awakens. Because this is still Star Wars. Yeah. But it's a very specific subsect of Star Wars. And that's also why I'm excited about Marvel going to the horror genre. Because a property shouldn't just stay in one thing. It can, it can be a Western. It can be a family saga. It can be sci-fi space fighting. So when people say this is this is Star Wars, this is pure Star Wars, like I no, this is this doesn't relate to even a New Hope or Empire or Jedi. Mandalorian doesn't fit any of those molds. It's its own thing. Yeah. It's still very Star Wars though, but it's not it's not a continuation of anything because it's completely new. Yeah. It's I mean if it, it still dabbles in Japanese influence that Lucas did, but it's new. It's a Western. It's a Western that we haven't seen yet. And I think Solo is more relatable to the Mandalorian than anything of the Skywalker saga. So I love the Mandalorian. I think it's great so far. I love it. I love how it's very minimal talking. I love the music is fucking great. Yeah. If you have any interest in like Ennio Marconi westerns or spaghetti westerns, this is what it is. You're watching a man with no yeah. name. So I I fell in love with the show immediately. I, I the fact that Pedro Pascal is not taking off his helmet doesn't fucking bother me. You know what? Just fucking keep it on. Yeah. I don't need to see your face. You're good. It's such a great show. Uh, I forgot. I didn't know Nick Nolte was in it until, and I'm like, fucking Nick Nolte out here. Yeah. Um, I can't say how much I love The Mandalorian. As you can see my toy up here on the shelf. Yeah. I love my Mandalorian. Mandalorian's good, And man. then when you started weaving the whole, you know, best car armor story in there and like the, when he says weapons are my religion and you're like, I want to know more about the man as well. But yeah. he's so closed off. It's like, it's going to be awesome when he opens up. And, yeah, and, seriously. And, it was just... And who doesn't fuck with a little Yoda? Just, right? Yeah. Well, we don't know his name yet, but what species is Yoda? I don't remember. Oh, no. So everyone's saying like, oh, Yoda and Yaddle, you know, got busy, but... There's not. They're not just two. Yeah, like there's yeah, a they're not, they're bunch of people walking around. But I'm sure not some, all of those species yeah. dedicated their life to being a Jedi. I'm sure, but they were just like they're force sensitive. Yeah, plumbers and but, like know, welders you, and yeah, shit too. Force sensitive plumber. Yeah. Um, also, Werner Herzog, like fucking great. I love Werner Herzog. He's a crazy old man. Yeah, but I, I love him in it. Uh, so that's that's my I fucks with you, but the Mandalorian. Go watch it. Like just just sit down it's and watch around, it. I think the same time frame as Solo, though, right? It's post Empire. Solo still the Empire still uh, power. Solo, yeah. No, no, it isn't. Yeah, it's way past that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I keep thinking of something different. My bad. Yeah. It's from what it's I understand. Way, way past. From what I understand, it could be Rebels adjacent. There you go. No, no, no. no it's not solo Rebels. Rebels adjacent. Yeah. Because someone said they they spotted the ship in the yeah. background. Yeah. Someone said they saw the they saw a ghost in the. The yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, they, oh yeah, in, yeah. The, in the big ship yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, that's what I read too. So who knows? Maybe we'll get an actual reveal here. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I love Mandalorian. I think it's, it's a great show, and I cannot wait. Season two is already filming, from what I yeah. understand. And uh, them dropping them every week, genius, because I cannot wait. It, it, opens, it opens that discourse. That, that week of waiting lets you like get hyped up and read about it and not just binge it. Yeah. Binging is fun, but sometimes you just want to get into the theories of things. The, thing, the reason why I loved um, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, they, they, uh, there were a lot of wrap-up podcasts after the show mm-hmm. episodes, and then throughout the week you would hear the podcast, theories would go crazy, and then you'd be stoked for the next episode. So I love that about that. Uh, squeezing another one that fucks with you. Have you seen Forky Asks a Question on Disney Plus? No. You need to watch Forky Asks a Question. 
What it's just hell? Forky asking a question, a random subject, and it is so fucking hilarious. It's like five minutes long, but the first one is Forky ask, what is money? And that's all you have to know. Just Forky ask, what is money? Remember, it's he's a spork who just came to life mm-hmm. long and long ago, and it's him and Ham, and Ham talks to him about money. It is fucking great. Oh, there's a new episode of Forky ask a question. Oh, my God. Okay. I know what. Oh, it, it is the Forky. best. It is the best. So we'll, we'll watch it after this because you're going to fucking is. laugh. It is so good. Um, yeah. So watch The Mandalorian. Watch some Jawas get fucking blasted. And then watch Forky ask a question. Yeah, to cleanse your guilt palate. Because those Jawas got fucked up. Dude, yeah. I mean, they... That shit was I, hilarious. So, you know like, what? When I saw them strip the thing for parts, I'm like, God, dude. It just I, I thought of Ezel from Friday. <laughs> like, he, he steals stuff. He yeah. says, I steal, I don't kill. That's what <laughs> yeah. he says in the movie. And that's like exactly what the Jawas yeah. did. They just and, steal and, stuff. And that's what, what, what the alien guy says. I forgot his name right now. But Nick Nolte's character, they says, they don't destroy. They strip, they don't destroy. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's, you know, almost poetic. Like, they'll steal, but they will not destroy something. Yeah. Um, but it is great that they're basically a gang. They're yeah. Basically a gang. Strength in numbers. Oh I think we would have fucked all of them up, but there's just too many of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, you know what? Later we should go into uh, our theories on the Mandalorian later, before the year's end, see where okay. it goes, because we got have time for that. But uh, but those are my mm-hmm. fucks with you. That's cool. My fucks with you. We got it down. Got all right, down. so, uh, we can talk about what we want to see, but I just think at this point, it's just... We just want to see more of the shows that we're watching. We want to see more of The Watchmen. We oh, want to see more of Mandalorian. Um, I think the next big time movie is Star Wars. We're like a little, we're like about a month away, month and some change, month and like three days away oh, from The Rise of Skywalker. So yeah. I just think that's basically really what we want to see. We just want to continue with our shows and The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. And now, but, I'm going to throw in a few things in there. Because Skywalker is going to be insane. Insane. It's going to be a moment. I I know Avengers Endgame was a huge moment. I think pop culture-wise, Star Wars ending or the Skywalker saga ending is an even bigger moment. Yeah. Because uh, you're literally spanning generations at this point. You know, from 77 to now, it's it's coming to an end now. Um, will they make? Can they make spinoffs? Sure, they can fucking make spinoffs. They can do whatever. But this is the saga. This is it. The saga. Yeah. The saga is ending. And this, you know, this will be a very pretty definitive moment in film history. Um, so, of course, everybody wants to see Star Wars. Uh, but besides that, I want to see Frozen 2. Okay. Because I'm very curious to see where it goes. If Frozen 2 lands really well, if it's a great film, it's a, if it's a good film, um, I think it's going to solidify Disney as like... Because previously, they were not the best sequel makers. Mm-hmm. Disney makes a, I mean, a movie. A, a, a sequels usually don't land well. Um, but if Frozen 2 is a huge hit, which is arguably one of their biggest movies ever, um, it'll be like a huge turning point for Disney to have a sequel that is just as huge yeah, as Yeah, and I heard, one. I mean, I've read some reviews. I, yeah. And they said they're really good. It's good. Besides that, you can't forget Knives Out. Our boy Ryan oh, Johnson. Oh yeah, there you go. Ryan's my bad, out. my bad, Ryan. This is this is, this is the HBO slash Ryan Johnson podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't. I have to see it. I have to see it because it's just it's something about it. Like when you go by a car crash and you look to the side and you're wondering is there going to be a body or not. You, but you always fucking look and you take that risk. But you kind of want to know if there is a body there or not. I want to see cats. Oh Jesus Christ! Cats is a gamble, and I'm like I don't know what to expect. 
I haven't felt this way since House of a Thousand Corpses, and I don't know what it's gonna Holy be. Holy fuck! I don't. I, I don't like. Think I, could I, do that. I love musicals. You could fill me in on that one. Okay, I'll <laughs> fill you in on that one. Yeah, but it's just it could be a train wreck. It could be a miracle. I don't know, but I would need to see it. Also, as a musical, I don't like cats. I don't like cats in musical. I think it's boring. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see if I'm gonna like this. So we'll see. I don't know. Also, with that. I want to see it because it looks very interesting. Uh, Nineteen Seventeen. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. That's it's from um, Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes, yeah, Sam Mendes, who also did *Road to Perdition*, which I love. Um, so I thought because I saw a vignette about it, I thought it was all shot in one take, but I read about it and they're giving it the illusion of one take by having very long takes. Mm. So I'm I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of like long takes that are cool. Like Scorsese does that show all the time. I like that, but I don't want that to be the selling point of 1917 because it's a World War One film, which we don't get a lot of. Yeah, and I'm very curious to see if 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 adding that element of single take changes anything. But I don't want it to be the only gimmick to get me there. I want it to be a good story. Colin Firth is in it. You know, I like Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. I forgot who the young guys are. Um, so I'm very stoked for that one. Uh, if you want to see a true, I think I believe a true single take film, watch Russian Ark, which was shot in a single take. As okay. far as I know, there might be one cut. As far as I know, there might be one cut. But uh, I think there is only one cut, if any, in Russian Ark. So go watch that. Uh, but 1917, I, lo- I, you, I like war movies. They're great. World War One does not get as many war yeah, movies yeah, as World yeah. War Two. Very true. So I'm very stoked for it. It looks like it's a huge scope movie, like in big battlefields and stuff. So I'm very excited for it. And it looks like it's like instead of the biggest war movies that we get, where it's like very loud and a lot of shit happening, it looks more like a two-person, almost like a two-person mission, where it's just very, very intimate, very you know, very close. Like Enemy at not, the Gates. Yeah. Do you remember Enemy at the Gates, oh, where it's just about two Enemy snipers. Enemy at the Gates is not fucking talked about as much. Remember that you, shit. You have. Um, Do you have Ed Harris? Ed Harris. You have Jude Law. Jude Law. Was Rachel Wise in it? Is she? Is she? Is she the, the girl? Woman in it? I think she's a girl. Okay. Uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman is in it. Yeah. Yes. A fucking dude. Oh, come it's on. A fucking, it's a good movie. Enemy at the Gates is not talked about. Yeah. It is so fun. It's fun. It is fucking a, a Russian it's, and a and, it's and a Nazi sniper. Like it's so like. Yeah, this is you know, two snipers going that off. That came out like in maybe the early 2000s, maybe yeah. early 2000s. I think that was my introduction to Ed Harris. He was fucking terrifying. I thought Ed Harris was fucking right? a monster. So he was so good. Like Enemy at the Gates. We should have a retrospective of oh, shit. things people don't fuck with anymore. Yeah, Enemy at the Gates is That's definitely bar one. none. Good one God, of the yeah. top one. Enemy yeah, the for Gates. sure. And then we'll do fucking Rounders again, sure, whatever. Hell yeah, baby. Rounders got on Netflix recently, too. Oh, great. You can Anyways, watch it. besides that, but I've seen it plenty of times. Um, yeah, so that, that's my uh, fucks with you. I don't know how we got... Oh, no, those are... <laughs> that's <laughs> what one. we want to see. <laughs> those are my want to sees. Knives Out, 1917, Frozen 2, and Cats. <laughs> Damn, I'm just all about Star Wars. I'm like, just give me this December 20th and I'm good. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, what do you got? Uh, you said, you yeah. said just a Skywalker. Honestly, yeah. I mean, but of course, our buddy Ryan. Knives out. Got yeah, support Ryan I totally forgot about it. I, oh. like a, I think it's like at a 97 right now. Oh, wow. Tomatoes, I mean, which is good. And listen, that, that cast is ridiculous. Listen, all these fucking fanboys, like, I know they're all like, oh, Ryan Johnson, Louis Star Wars. You got fucking Brick. You got Looper. You got Brothers Bloom. You yeah. got, what else? Star Wars. Did you do another one in there? Did you do a fourth one? Was that it? Knives no, out yeah, coming out. Brick, uh, Brothers Bloom, Looper, Last Jedi, Knives Out. Look at that. Yeah, and then he directed um, 
I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but they said it's one oh, of the best episodes Breaking of Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah, I, is it Ozymandias? Yes, is that the, that's the one. Oh, he, fucking amazing. Yeah, Again, that's the one. Amazing. Amazing. Um, you the, uh, spoke on this since you're talking about, you know, little crybabies that talk about The Last Jedi and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the clip about Freddie Prince Jr. talking about them? No. He, oh, did he, he go off on them? He spits knowledge. Yeah, and I'll play it just really, really quick. Okay, try to hold it up to the microphone there so we can all... Did a Star Wars cartoon, so even I get hate from Star Wars fans when I'm like, "Look, dog, you're just mad. The franchise isn't aging with you, right? right. But that ain't how it works. The first one was for fucking kids, right? The second three were for different fucking kids, <laughs> and this one is for kids. You're just pissed off that Han Solo gave the fucking Millennium Falcon to a girl. <laughs> That's it. Because Luke Skywalker, Cinderella." Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Okay, he can talk to things that don't speak English and understands what they're fucking saying. Yeah. He gets a fairy godfather instead of a fairy godmother who teaches him how to be the best Jedi in the world in no time fucking flat. And everybody, like, I know more about the Force than most people because Dave Filoni taught me and George Lucas taught him. And all these video games have fucked people up on what the Force is. Like, Luke's skill doesn't dictate whether he wins or loses. Right. The Emperor doesn't dictate whether he wins or loses. The Force dictates who wins or loses based on balance. And here's the 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 the, the quick version of how to explain it to all these people who fucking think they get to decide. In the first fuck, if you want to do this like time-wise, Palpatine, you would say, and Yoda are the smartest too. Palpatine clearly smarter because Yoda was blind to the power of the dark side and the seduction of, of Anakin. So let's talk about the seduction of Anakin fucking Skywalker for a second. <laughs> if the Emperor is the smartest dude in the, in the universe and knows that the Force dictates this, if he kills who he sees as a rival, Anakin, then he knows the Force is just going to fucking correct that because the emperor knows this these are george lucas's words not mine so fuck you if you disagree with me <laughs> straight, straight up this is so he, wow he goes on wow. for like another minute and he basically wow. just where was that on it's like on some podcast he was on and i'm wow. like this is fucking freddie prince jr yeah this, also i didn't know he can fucking like just swing at people like that but oh wow yeah he named drop too he's like i know dave filoni and it's from yeah. george lucas's mouth himself so he basically yeah i mean he's basically said what any you know what? one that goes against these yeah. wine, these crybabies, yeah. what I've been saying, it's because they didn't pander to your nostalgia. That's the main reason you're crying. Yeah, and also his point of the first were made for kids, the second one was also made for kids, and this third one's also made for kids. They were yeah. made for kids. They were yeah. not made. They just didn't age with you. Yeah. That's why. 100%. Yeah, it's exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. So now it's the idea of like, if you want to revisit Star Wars as a forty-year-old man, you have to watch it from the eyes of nine-year-old you, or else you're yeah. gonna fucking hate it. That's perfect. That makes sense. That's so good. That, right? That's nailed it. That's nailed it. Wow. Yeah. Just to think. I wonder how many death threats he got. I bet you he didn't get as many. Know. But it's just it's so it's so fucking true. And like the 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 thing that sends that message home is towards the end of the Last Jedi when you see that little kid getting in trouble for playing with toys, recreating yeah. the scene of Luke and Kylo Ren uh-huh. at that that last you know face off, mm-hmm. and he gets shoot off, basically go to do his chores, mm-hmm. force attract force you know gets the broom by the force and starts sweeping. He looks up into the sky and st- sees a spaceship, and he has the Rebel ring. Yeah, and is basically that's basically telling everyone, yeah. this is for kids. To dream, to hope of being something in someone one day and Absolutely. nothing holding you back. Absolutely, a hundred percent. That's a hundred nailed it. That yeah. That's and it. and because people didn't wanted, people wanted oh Luke to act more like Yoda, and because he didn't act that way, because people saw the similarity between the uh, Force Awakens and A New Hope, they thought Luke was going to welcome Daisy Ridley with open arms, and it was going to go beat for beat, plot point for plot yeah. point that they 
thought was going to happen, and it didn't go their way. And because one of the first times that it didn't go their way in a Star Wars film, they're going to whine, they're going to cry, they're going to bitch, and they're going to moan. And Freddie Prince Jr., yeah, just I, when I saw that clip, I'm like, dude, Ooh. what the fuck? And I still, I still need to find the whole interview. That was like a minute and a half. Wow. I guess he goes on a longer rant. Yeah. I'm still trying to I find mean, it. And like, none of it he's saying you can be like, well, I don't know. But it's like he's just like, spitting straight up truth from the source. Yeah. Like saying, you know, I worked on these films. I, he has to be, had been coached on like what it means to do what he's doing. And I don't know who he voiced. I don't know what character he was. Um, but yeah, but that's, also on Rebels, I think. Dead on. Dead on. 100% dead yeah. on. Yeah. Wow. That nails it. I mean, that's gonna that's a good discussion for our future Star Wars yeah. podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't even remember what fucking segment that was. That was uh, what we want to see. What we want to see. We just kind of just segmented into just yeah. our... We'll save everything there'll Star be, Wars. There'll, right there'll, there'll be a Star Wars a episode. A full Star Wars episode four. Because this is... This is too historic in uh, December. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too... Huge. It's huge. It deserves its own episode. And I'm sure we're going to go into like two-hour territory in terms of talking about when, it. When they announced Revenge of the Sith, it didn't feel like this. It, it, it didn't feel this heavy. No. E- even though you knew that that one was going to be the completion of the Darth Vader saga, whatever, you didn't think, you didn't feel, it didn't feel like it was going to be this heavy. And this one feels like it's a, a heavy film. Like, it's going to answer questions or, like, resolve things. So it's, this is, this is yeah. bigger. This is bigger. Bigger than Endgame? Probably. This is decades long. This is, you know, this, this is... Essentially, this is the end of an arc in pop culture. Yeah, you know, so it's it's crazy. It's crazy that it's coming to an end. But yeah, that that was that Freddie Prince Jr. He was a uh, spitting truth there. Yeah, yeah, pretty can't, much. Can't blame him. All right, all right. So we got that. Got a lot of anger out on this one. Where can they find us, Carlo? Anything uh, else you want to add? Nah, okay. I think we just oh, did whew. enough. We'll save it all for future. Oh, I feel like LeBron James after a good game. <laughs> I guess so. I'll feel like <laughs> Rondo, I guess. I feel like I did some stuff, but not all. <laughs> but uh, Podcast OTS is our Twitter. Twitter handle. Um, we have stuff in the works. Again, we're very uh, – our schedules are kind of zany and wacky. We don't always have the set schedules. I make Carlo drive 45 minutes to there record. There you go. So – we have future stuff coming up for you. We don't want to go into it yet because we don't want to, you know, promise something that we can't deliver on time. But new, cool, interesting, funny stuff is on the way. But the main way is podcast OTS on Twitter, and then on the screens podcast at gmail dot com is where you can yeah. reach us. Yeah, Instagram, Tumblr, those will all pop up again later with the content. Uh, but yeah, hit us hit us up on Twitter on uh, Gmail. Let us know what uh, what you like, what you didn't like, what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. Uh, if it is Star Wars related, uh, keep it to yourself. Um, also, I was going to add something else on that, how to contact us besides those two. Oh, you can find us on, on anchor.fm slash on the screen. So that's our podcast page, which will link you to any platform you like, Spotify, Google, iTunes, whatever. So find us on there. So we'll be back soon with more shit to talk about. Uh, send us any suggestions on anything you want us to he- talk about. And uh, yeah, we'll see if we know anything about that. Yeah, well, more cool. Lizzie McGuire talk. We'll do a, we'll do a, a full breakdown of Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, and, uh, and then we'll uh, segue that into uh, I don't know, and some other nostalgia like Faces of Death or some shit. I don't know. Jesus. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> wow, what a way to end it. <laughs> All righty. All right. This is Jose. This is Carla. Have a good night. See ya.